real fucking sad. <laughs> it's my intention to have this be a whatever, perhaps weekly, monthly, whenever I feel like doing it journal type podcast about me, a sad person, trying to be a less sad person. This is my attempt to heal, to feel heard. I can barely speak about myself without weeping like a baby. And I'm, I'm <laughs> it's taking a lot out of me just to not do that now. And this is mostly, I'm not going to lie, it's purely shel- selfish. Selfish. I mean, it is me on the cover after all. I need to talk my shit out loud to help me process it. To maybe find a root cause of my mindset and change my reactions because I'm fucking miserable alone and I don't really have anyone to talk to. Well, let me introduce myself. I'm Brittany Snipes. I'm 33, white female. I'm in Georgia. been here my whole life. Um, (laughs) Not much to say about that. I have one daughter. I'm currently sort of in the middle of a divorce, sort of on a hiatus due to everything that's happening. And for the first time in my life, I'm living by myself. I mean, I have a kid, but you know, adult. Before this, I lived with my husband for 10 years. And before that, I lived with my parents. So I've always had somebody. And since February of this year, when I moved out via divorce, or whatever you want to call it, it, uh, you know, the pandemic happened right after. And so I had a huge fucking double whammy of being alone and then isolation. And I'm still experiencing that isolation after all this time. And it's not all based on the pandemic. I mean, obviously that's taken a huge toll on me. It's taken a huge toll on everybody. And before I, I guess, go further, I want to say that I believe, you know, the virus is real. <laughs> Whatever else I have to do, I'm, I'm a reasonable person, logical person. I believe it's real and I do my best to follow CDC guidelines. But, you know, there's still times I go out and I'm at the store or I may be around my family. I have a very small family. Um, I'll be around my in-laws. But besides that, I I have not had anyone to really talk to. I don't have friends. I do have a therapist, but, you know, I only see her, you know, once, once a month two times a month and at this point it's at you know video calls which is fine I just I feel like I could scream you know I have constant thoughts in my head and I'm dealing a lot with my mental illness and I just want to scream because there's so much going on in my head and I have no one to talk to and maybe you feel the same way I know I can't be the only person that feels this way I can't be the only one filled with dread thinking about mundane things, the normal day-to-day things. I deal with anxiety constantly. I have social in general. I mean, fuck, I don't know. Is social under general? Is general an umbrella? I haven't really researched that. They're just both listed on my diagnosis. But um, I have to de-escalate myself 
thinking about getting into my car, thinking about being on the road, being around people, seeing people, people seeing me. I want to be invisible, but I also want to be seen. I don't really understand that mindset, but <laughs> I think it's because I'm so used to being invisible and making myself invisible that now that I'm older, 33, hello, and I have no friends, and this is a real shit fucking time, I realized the things that I have done that I did not know I was doing when I was doing them that really isolated myself. And I'm trying to correct that. I'm trying to de-isolate myself. Fuck. I am shit at making friends. Well, real shit at keeping them. I've never held on to people in my past. And, you know, a lot of that is based just on anxiety and self-worth. I've lived my whole life feeling worthless feeling like I'm not interested enough like I can't carry a conversation blah 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 self-sabotaging behavior you know and most recently the past year and a half to two years that's when I realized my own actions and no doubt inactions like keeping in touch with people I wanted to have a relationship with going out of my comfort zone putting myself out there caring too much of how I'm portrayed in people's minds. That is debilitating. I want to get to the point where I just don't fucking care. And not in a cynical way, like fuck the world, no one cares. I don't want to be bitter. I've become bitter. I've tried reconnecting with old friends and keeping up with new friends in me. I've made along the way, whether it be from AA or rehab or friends of friends and I just I haven't been able to find that <laughs> in my notes I wrote our day friends our day friendship please forgive me um my people a network people who want to be around me those who will check on me without me initiating it first which is fucking always happens <laughs> I just want to be liked. Hi, I just want friends. I just, I want people who want to care about me, who want to be around me, who can maybe learn something from me and we can learn shit from each other and grow and be fucking adults, you know? Have those boundaries you need in order to maintain a healthy relationship with somebody. I feel like I have exhausted all current people in my life searching for this friendship recently I just have a scream stuck in my throat and I just it's lodged in there I get choked on it I can't speak up I need to talk I need to speak out loud and I'd like to feel like someone anyone at this point is listening I don't want to feel that way I don't want to depend on people I know I'm codependent but at this point, I'm realizing I need people. So, not, so to not feel so alone. And it's so hard for me to be on my own. And it's harder when nobody checks on you. <laughs> I feel dissolved. I feel like I am dissolving. My main goal, I guess, out of all of this is... To figure out how to love myself, to be okay just by myself, 
to be proud of myself, to stop hating myself. And it's so much harder than what I've, I've read, than what people tell you. I mean, you can have the directions in front of you, but without really knowing how, how your mind works and how you're going to react to these things, I mean, you have the tools. I mean, I have the tools. I don't know you. <laughs> I have the tools, but I just can't fucking figure out the process to be proud of myself, to be proud of myself. That's what I want in hopes that I can let go of the past and move into a future that I shape for myself, for me, for my kid. To stop waiting for these people, whoever these people are, to come save me, to give me direction, to give me validation, or whatever it is I feel like I need for me to build a life around them and to stop these expectations I have on others. I have so many expectations that if they would love me, they wouldn't leave me. They wouldn't disappoint me, that my life isn't flipped on its ass, and here I am grieving, becoming more and more bitter, blaming others for why I am so alone and unhappy. I want to let go, stop reliving these fucking traumas, and keep going. Because honestly, I... (laughs) Despite loathing myself my whole life and trying to get out of the way that I think, I base all my decisions on my depression and my anxiety. I'm just trying my best and I know that I am worth it. And to whoever sees me as I am and still loves me for my human flaws and all of it, that's really what I fucking want. All right, I took a deep breath. (laughs) Let me, I suppose, talk a little bit more about myself, because that's really what this is. This is my attempt to reach out and maybe find connection with people, because I haven't been able to do that in my day-to-day life. So, I've had severe depression my whole life. I have anxiety, general, social, whatever, um, all the time. It's just fucking all the time. I have had PTSD just from childhood experiences, adult experiences, um, you know, intrusive thoughts of all kinds. Um, I've dealt with suicide, trying to commit suicide, I mean, suicide, idolation, idolation, idealation, even just recently, um, just keeping those thoughts at bay. You know, I'm not going to not talk about this. This is a journal after all, and I'm trying to be, I want to be as personal as I can because that's what this is all about. It's not about keeping that shit all down or keeping it to myself. I have ADHD. I was recently diagnosed with ADHD. Uh, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, even, I was a horrible student, um, When I wasn't skipping, I could barely pay attention. I couldn't focus. You know, I'd just be staring at the the dry erase board or whatever we used back then. And it's like I could focus for five seconds, and then I'm already off doodling on my paperwork, you know. (laughs) I just couldn't focus. And um, 
you know, I'll probably, I, I will no doubt go into more detail about last year because uh, last year, 2019, is basically when I had some kind of episode where my therapist and psychiatrist thought I may have may have been bipolar. So I was diagnosed for like a few months, went on some medication, and then they were like, well, you don't really, you know, you're not checking off all the marks, all the symptoms. So actually, I think it's just severe depression and ADHD instead of bipolar, because maybe they're similar is what I was hearing. But again, I wasn't checking off all the symptoms. So bipolar has been taken off my diagnosis. But um, man, that was a fucking wild ride. (laughs) Oh my god. I will go in depth about all the medications I've been on and come off of and oh god, fucking nightmare. As anyone who knows who's been on medications on and off trying to find the right cocktail just to feel fucking content. I don't want to settle for content, but I'll fucking take it. I'll take it over miserable. So I've been in therapy since I was a kid. Um, I was molested when I was younger by a family member who was a kid as well. So I went into therapy when I was younger, uh, on and off, on and off. Um, oh, shit. It's, it's kind of hard to talk about myself. I do it all the time. I talk to myself all the time. I talk to myself constantly. I'm talking to myself now. But... Depression, anxiety, I, I struggle with it every single day, you know, I, I have that, whatever, I have that depression where it's, you know, it's hard to get out of bed, it's hard to feel motivated, I don't feel joy, I'm going to try not to start doing a weepy voice, <laughs> which always just reminds me of the weepy voice killer, sorry, true crime addict here, I'm morbid, <laughs> Speaking of morbid, it's a great podcast. Um, Oh, God, it's just so fucking hard. Most of the time, I, I have a lot of privilege. I do. I have a lot of privilege. Privilege. And I find myself, you know, comparing myself like most people do. Oh, my life's not that bad. Oh, A, B, C. Oh, I have a car. I have an apartment. I have food. I have a computer, I have Netflix, I have Wi-Fi, I have a cat, I have a phone, <laughs> I, have, I have medical insurance, I have a therapist. I have all this stuff, but that doesn't help me feel better. We can all be living different experiences, but we can feel the same way. We can feel the exact same way. Scared, alone, worthless, not enough, unhappy. I want to say that my anxiety is unmanageable, but here I am alive. You know, I've made it this far. It takes a lot of concentration for me to not focus on my heart pounding in my chest. That's all I can feel is my heart pounding in my chest. And I just feel like, shit, I'm going to fucking die of a heart attack. (laughs) It's this endless, stupid, delusional fucking cycle of, 
oh God, I'm going to die of a heart attack. No, it's just anxiety. Wait, no, but if I'm having this anxiety, I will eventually die of a heart attack because I'm just full of fucking anxiety all the time and I'm going to make myself have a heart attack. <laughs> so then I'm de-escalating myself like, okay, if I keep this up, then I definitely will eventually fucking die of a heart attack like I know it. When I first started having panic attacks, it was uh, 2011, even though I had anxiety my whole life, you know, I, I didn't know that's what it was. You know, I just thought I was shy. I thought I maybe had some stage fright. And um, when I started having my panic attacks, um, it, it felt like they came out of nowhere. And, and I guess they did, you know. It wasn't helping that I was smoking cigarettes and getting high every day. <laughs> Let's be fucking honest, right? Still a problem. Still a fucking problem right now. Because I'm always chasing whatever ecstasy I felt the first few times I did something. And that's my addict brain. I, I see it for what it is. Um, so sorry, going back to th 2011, you know, I did the whole I'm dying of a heart attack, I need to pull over, take me to the hospital. I've been to the hospital so many fucking times with panic attacks. And, you know, still, after all this time, I can, uh, I have been able to manage it, but it's just getting worse and worse. It's it's turning into episodes to every day, to constant. And I find myself just feeling, filling my time to distract myself from these feelings because I just don't really know how to cope. I have the tools, I have the information, I just can't apply it to myself. I've spent a lot of time trying to find some wonderful poetry written metaphor analogy. I don't know words and grammar and stuff, but to try to describe what de depression feels like. And the best thing that I can think of is it just, it feels like I'm underwater. And all, I can feel all of the pressure of the water pressing against my body. I can't expand my chest to breathe. I can't see up. I can't see below me. I'm in suspension. And I just, I can't. Well, to bring anxiety into it as well is, I don't know what it's called, but I remember swimming in the ocean one day. And I was just playing in the waves as a kid. And this wave came in, washed over me, and then pulled me under. I don't know. Do you call it the tide when you get pulled under? And I got flipped around. And I, you can't see up. You don't know which way is up. You can't feel gravity. <laughs> and your lungs are burning and you're exploding. And you're thinking, well, shit, maybe this is when I accidentally die like a fucking moron. <laughs> And my heart is just pounding in my chest, but I can't, I can't see. And of course, you know, I made it out of it. Of course, I'm here. And that was just a moment in time. But all those descriptions I hear about a cloud hanging over you or seeing through foggy glass, it's so true. It's like there's, I'm looking through a film 
a lens, a cloudy lens. I don't see the bright colors. I don't see the details. If I do see something beautiful, I don't feel it in my heart. I don't feel joy. I don't want to think this way because I don't want to say it out loud because I don't want it to be true. But I cannot feel joy. That's why sometimes I lower my standards and say, you know, I'd be okay with contentment. But I don't want to, I don't want to settle for that low. I want to be able to push through this. I want to be able to find the root cause of the way I think and rewire it, relearn, teach myself like I was when I was a kid, to not think that I'm going to fail at everything that it's expected so that I don't even try. I want to feel brave. I want to put myself out there. I want to find a job. <laughs> I want to be able to have a stable career. I want to be able to keep a job. To not feel like everything is just so fucking hard. I complicate things to the extreme. I need connection. I need people to talk about this stuff with. To not feel like I'm drowning in my own anxiety, drowning in my depression, letting it win. I want to be so much more than just that alcoholic. I want to be so much more than just that sad, sad girl, that sad woman. I don't want to wake up and think about how much anxiety I'm going to have just getting in my fucking car and going somewhere to dread it. I deserve better than this, right? I feel like this podcast is something that I would be able to do because I walk around my house, pacing around my house, talking to myself all the time. I don't really have anyone I can just text or call. You know, I have those monthly friends I do have people I can reach out to if I need help. You know, I can still talk to my ex-husband. I can talk to my mom, but she's really a root of <laughs> a lot of problems. So, you know, I don't have that close relationship. I have a therapist. I have means if it's an emergency, but... If it wasn't for, let's say, my husband, ex-husband checking on his daughter, you know, my mom, she'll probably text or call me once or twice a week. I have no one to talk to. I have my five-year-old, but <laughs> come on. <laughs> I love her and she's amazing, but she's not an adult. I can't talk to her about all this shit that I'm going through. <laughs> My intention for this co uh, podcast, it's not really clear to me. I feel like it'd be easy for me to just talk to myself, and that's what I'm doing. Even now I have anxiety, because, well, fuck, I mean, 
I'm talking with intention of perhaps somebody listening to this. I don't really know what I want to do. Uh, We'll see if I can maintain production and actually keep this up. I would love to have people come on here and share their stories no matter who you are. No matter who you are. It doesn't matter what you're going through. If you're sad, you're fucking sad. And you don't need to be silenced or feel like you're bothersome. Whatever your story is, it's important. It's valid. You are important. Your struggles are important. They matter. They really fucking matter. You really fucking matter. I'm doing this in hopes that I can maybe start a connection or a network with people who feel the same way I feel. Even if you don't feel the same way I feel. Fuck, I need friends, guys. <laughs> I am miserable. I I even went on apps when I attempted to start dating. I also started like a Bumble friendship app and it seemed kind of similar to dating. You know, you just start talking and share blah 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 and then just the conversation falls off or we ghost each other (laughs) i'll definitely talk about dating after divorcing and being with someone for you know 14 years um it's uh wow it's it's a fucking shit show it's a shit show i've i've taken a hiatus from dating because I'm at the point right now where I need to think logically and I need to learn how to fucking love myself before I think I can really put myself out there because I become attached to people. Even if I can see them for what they are, you know, a fuckboy or whatever you call it, someone who just wants to sleep with me and just pretends that, hey, friendship included. Um, <laughs> I'll definitely talk about that another time, but um, I I just want to be able to reach reach other people who so, so I don't feel so alone. Like I said, this is mostly selfish reasons. I feel like I've I have exhausted what I know, capable wise, to create connections, and so this is sort of my next step, and we'll see what happens. I guess I would like to share some details about myself, me. It's all about me and talk about some of my interest um talk about some favorite games so my favorite game is witcher 3 wild hunt no i have not played the other two don't plan on it i'm real picky about my graphics uh favorite game ever i've played it i think three times i have not finished one of the most recent dlcs i know it's been a while i forgot which one but I do have one thing left, which is fun. Um, I, th- I played three times. I say that again. I went to every fucking question mark marker. I just, I love being able to explore in these open world games. And, it, you know, just it looks amazing. And to go around and find treasures and hoard shit, you know. I, I also like Breath of the Wild. But since I can't hoard shit, I'm not as attached to it. But... Um, so I played Witcher 3 on Xbox One. That's all I got. I have Xbox One and a Switch Lite. I got a teal one. And I bought the Switch for Animal Crossing. And then, wow, that's so fucking boring. I'm sorry. I know a lot of people like it. And it's their jam to just 
take so much time doing things. I'm impatient. <laughs> I don't know how long I played. I just, I handed it off to my, my four-year-old. I mean, my five-year-old who's more into Roblox and Minecraft. But, um, but I, I play Breath of the Wild and it's pretty cool. I definitely did some cheats, got myself some extra hearts and stamina. I say that word wrong all the time. If you do happen to keep listening to me babble on, you're going to realize my grammar is shit. I can't pronounce things, and I'm sorry. I'm trying to learn not to fucking care, so I'm going to just not care. Um, another game I was I have always loved is the, uh, God, ever since I was little and I had, like, the PlayStation, I played Tomb Raider. Played all of those favorite ones rise of the tomb raider i think there have been two after that shadow of the tomb raider i don't know another thing about me i can't retain information it's like i stopped learning after i was 15 i fucking love witcher i haven't read the books whatever i love witcher but could i just start naming all the characters for you and their backstories fuck no i can't retain i can't retain that shit <laughs> i retain details and that's about it um, another game I love playing. I love spooky games. I really can't play them alone, though. That's the only kind of spooky thing I can't do alone. But I played Layers of Fear, which was great. I love Layers of Fear. I did play with, uh, I played that with my ex-husband at the time. Don't know if I could play it now by myself. Moving on to books. Love books my whole life. I'm to the point now where I just, I can't focus on reading my eyes just skip around a paragraph and I'm looking forward, I'm looking back, I'm jumbling myself up, I'm rereading the same line over and over again, so I listen to audiobooks now. All-time favorite book, series, novels, whatever you want to call it, is The Stormlight Archive by Brandon Sanderson. Oh my god, I fucking love these books. Epic fantasy all around amazing. I'm not going to go in a great amount of detail because I'll just embarrass myself, but my favorite character is Shallan and Calvin, of course. Favorite characters. Another favorite series, Lord of the Rings, of course. Um, another series is Red Rising Saga by Pierce Brown, which would honestly be such an amazing series. I don't, I feel like I read something on the internet, but I could just be pulling that out of my ass. Maybe my brain was just thinking up this would be an amazing series to make. Um, sort of a standalone novel, which it will be a series, um, is Dawn of Wonder by Jonathan Renshaw. Sorry if I said your last name wrong. He is currently working on the second book, but this one fucking blew me away. I'm really, I'm more into like romance and explicit material, which you know, none of the books I just listed are really in that genre, I guess you could say, but holy shit, it's so good. Just fucking go read it. It's so fucking amazing. It was like a breath of fresh air when it came to fantasy for me. Next podcast. Okay, so my all-time favorite podcast forever and ever and ever is going to be Last Podcast on the Left with Marcus Parks. Henry Zabrowski, and Ben Kissel. I really look forward to every episode they drop. Um, I love side stories. Um, it's one of the few things that actually still I'm still able to feel joy about. I really look forward to when they drop their shit. It's hilarious. I love them. Moving on to shows. 
favorite show of all time that my mind can possibly think of, which is probably not true, but still dark on Netflix. I watched it both subbed and dubbed. Don't know why I feel like I need to tell you that. I just like being able to hear the actor's voice. I like being able to put a voice to a face. Um, I, oh my God, I, I don't know how to explain it. It's got everything I want. Sci-fi, time travel, whatever, paradoxes, romance. <laughs> it's amazing. It's such a fucking good show, guys. Go watch it. I know you have nothing else to do. You want to escape escape from your life. Just go watch Dark. It's amazing. All right, I said shows, but I'm just going to share one because I'm taking up too much of my own time here. (laughs) I love The Ring, and I mean the movie. It's one of my all-time favorites. I don't care what you think. It's great. It's got the setting. It's got the eerie music. It's got the the blue kind of tint they have over all the the settings and the filming I don't know what shit's called but it's great I love it um I also really like the Babadook guy like hereditary except it got real fucking weird at the end but hey I, I just like those suspenseful psychological thrillers you know shit that really kind of fucks my mind up that I should probably stop watching so much but I just I love good fucking movies like that um I think thriller and mystery and even throw in some sci-fi and time travel would be my my favorite type of uh, genre. Just some music. I don't know why you care. I don't know why I care. Uh, I really love S-Z-A. And fuck me if I'm saying that wrong. It's just letters, right? Just three letters. Um... I don't listen to interviews, I don't watch music videos really, so when I see somebody's name, I just think it up in my head. It could be wrong, I just, I don't know. I also, I've really gotten into Kendrick Lamar. I listened to Black Panther album whenever that came out. Holy fuck, what is time? And that's when I first started really listening to Kendrick Lamar, so he's probably one of my favorites right now. All right, moving on. Um, I would love, again, to have people come on and share their stories. You know, this is just about being able to connect to people that feel the way that you do or feel similar to the way that you do and really just that you're not alone. It's a really, really, really fucking hard time right now. And if you have depression, anxiety, and you're already lonely and then combining it with this pandemic and isolation, it's fucking miserable, guys. It's miserable. And it's not okay, but it's okay because you're not alone. You don't have to silence yourself. You don't have to shove it all down and just continue the grind of the day. I'm not saying quit your job. (laughs) I'm just saying, I'm here. Hi, do you want to be friends? I wonder if I'd have more success if I renamed my podcast, Hi, do you want to be friends? Instead of, I'm real sad. (laughs) But I wanted to be true to myself. And I am real fucking sad, guys. I'm real fucking sad. And if you are too, and you'd like to come on and share your story, or we just talk about whatever the fuck you want to talk about, reach out to me. Message me on here, wherever you're listening to this from. I have an Instagram, I'm Real Sad Podcast. Uh, message me on there. 
I don't have any other type of social media. Don't really care to. We'll see how this goes. If you're listening, thanks for listening. And don't be a cunt. Thank you.